Thrive Talk. Real candid conversations about what it takes to live, work, and play on your own Thrive Talk. I literally jump for joy to both inspire and energize you to act on your own creative endeavors. Together, let's have a blast and Thrive Talk. Thrive Talk. Thrive Talk. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. We are here today, me, Samantha Morgan, you, Jen, with two N's, Oaken, <laughs> here today for the last two episodes of season one. It's so amazing. Can you believe that? I can't. Mm. Well, Now I, I can, because we're sitting right here. I know, exactly, because we did it. We did it. We're here. I am the producer slash Wonder Woman. Uh huh. And I'm going to tell you, she has been a Wonder Woman for me the last couple of uh, weeks. So, Miss Oaken, I have a very big question for you oh to boy. start off this <laughs> these last two episodes. I think we need to make it a two parter, and it's going to be all about money, 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 money. I love money. So the scariest thing for me has always been money. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. And I have always had a really hard time figuring out what to charge people. And I know I am not alone. Yes, this is something I have worked extensively. And I as you well know, I'm still fall back and have to work through hiccups and and things for years past generations have just put a value created a value on money that is a control scarcity fear factor so yes this is generational you are yes you're right when you say you're not alone in fact i'm there with you at times so it's how, huge how do you start to begin getting past these hurdles how do you begin setting your pricing and then also when do you get to that point when you know you need to go up on your pricing? Okay. Wow. That's a lot of questions. I know. So if I don't get to all of them, you keep reminding me what they are. Cause sure. that's, it's that's a, a two parter. I told you it's, it's a two parter. A two-parter. Yeah, it's yeah. a two parter. And there's actually even way more layers that are going through my head at the moment about money as well. So the first thing that I want anybody and everybody to know about me is that, and it took me a minute to get here, like a long while to get here in my career is my philosophy behind money. Money to me is love. It Uh really is. So when I'm paying for something, I make sure that I love it, that Mm -hmm. I want it, that, you know, it's got to kind of hit my core values. And that took me a minute to kind of, you know, bring that into. I, I actually understood the exchange of services for money was love, an exchange of love. People love me, love what I do. They like what I can provide for them. And so the only thing that they can give back to me is money. Right. So then it becomes an exchange of affection mm-hmm. and relationship, mm-hmm. not the relationship with money. Cause that's a whole different beast. It's the relationship with the person that you are having. You know, that's why relationships are really important to me with my clients. Cause, cause if I have a good relationship with them, I don't have a problem asking them for money because I know that's how they tell me they love me. In fact, mm. I get tipped. So it's on top of it sometimes. Oh. And that's an even more space of gratitude. The other thing is, is when I'm clients, if you're listening, <laughs> I would like a tip as well. <laughs> Go well, on. But, but, well, and tip was made because it's to ensure proper service. Yes, it is. So that's a whole nother beast too. (laughs) She's balls, man. We could go on. This could be like a whole season. Welcome to season 49 (laughs) 
of Thrive Talk, we're still talking about money because it's that complicated. You have to simplify it. Simplify each layer of it and understand that within the idea of exchanging money for goods and services and crafts, when you wheel and deal, when you get something for cheap, in turn, you're not getting as good of a product. Even Mm. with somebody like me who has a lot of value put on my services, when somebody tries to get a discount or wheel, wheels and deals me, my energy level falls. My uh, want to desire to be there. My passion. Yeah. It lowers. The my thing ener- they're paying for. And that's what they're paying for. Right. Like it's, that's the energy of love and affection and relationship that I'm kind of talking about. It goes both ways. And when, when I have raised my prices and somebody has, does not even balk at what I'm charging. Mm-hmm my energy level raises my excitement my my gratitude for them almost always in a service a service industries you know a creative industry yeah and 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 you're not only paying for the time and effort you're paying for all the experience the uh, the years it took them to learn their craft the continuing education that we I mean we were just talking about that the I know, other day I'm making that face because I'm like I was just saying the other day that I you're uh, evolving your craft I totally I totally quoted Jen I'm sitting there listening to an industry podcast it's a podcast about podcasting because <laughs> you know I mean that's a fascinating topic and I said see this isn't being billed to anybody right now. <laughs> no. It's only happening right now because I want to stay on top of this because of my passion. And, and it brings value to your craft. It does. It does. And and people don't see that. And they need to be educated about right. that. Mm-hmm. And the people that need to hear that might not be listening. Right. It's all an education process. What you charge and why you charge is a communication and education between you and the client. Let's take a quick break. Life as a solopreneur means wearing a lot of different hats. Keeping up with all your tasks? That's a challenge if you don't have a system. Thankfully, Jen Oaken has done a little bit of that work already for you, and she's giving it to you for free. The woman is serious about cultivating creativity, y'all. The focus tear sheets are available right now on Jen's website, jenoken.com slash store. All it's going to cost you is the price of shipping. Go ahead and grab yours now while supplies last. That's jenoken.com slash store. All right, let's get back to talking. So how do I figure out what I need to be charging? How do I set my price point? Organize and understand everything that you need to pay for to stay sustainable. And that includes not only the supplies, the equipment you use for each job, but also do you have an office? Do you have programs or applications that you have to pay for monthly or weekly because of your craft. Got lots of those. Right. That is your base. Right. How do you figure how much electricity you should charge per client in that, right? <laughs> right. Like Or internet. Just pick a number. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know what? It costs me $500 a month in overhead. Mm-hmm. I need two clients to cover that overhead. So that would probably be in my mind if you did like 10 clients. That's 25%. So 25% of 500 needs to start off. So there's that kind of formula that you could do. Whether you pick an arbitrary number or you formulate it out that deeply. Right. Pick a number and add it to it. 
add it to the cost of doing business. Right. You figure out what your costs are monthly Mm -hmm. and then per job. No, that makes a lot of sense. So that's the beginning. That's the base. Okay. Then you've got your time. That's the part where a lot of people get hung up. What is your value? Like for me, I want to live where I live. Right. I want a more comfortable car. Right. You know, for so long. Well, because you're in it for so much. I am in it for so yeah. much. It's valuable to me. It's what I want. Now. Not I, important to me, though. Right. But I can't worry about people mm-hmm. seeing me drive down the street saying, man, what is Jen doing driving a luxury car? Um, you know, like that's that's where we get hung up. Yeah. And that's where like if you really want to get le- down into the layers, we're worried about people judging us that. We're, we're spending that money so that we can live in luxury. Damn right. <laughs> Otherwise, why are you I'm doing happy. it? Because right. I'm happy. If I'm happy, my passion is there. If I'm comfortable, if I'm feeling good about what I'm receiving and able to live my life very comfortable, mm-hmm. it's going to affect the way that I provide services and things yeah. like that. It's just the way it is. Rich people get it. Mm-hmm. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. They understand it and it makes them happy. Right. And when they're happy in life, their services, their crafts, their talents, their product is going to reflect that. Mm-hmm. Also, another part of the quality of life is spending time with my friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be working all, all the, the time, time because I want to have energy to hang out with my girlfriends, to, to hang out with the people I love, to enjoy that. So, you know, it's not all about luxury cars, cars and houses and stuff. It's also about, I want to have time and energy. And if I undercut myself, I'm going to be working a lot. I'm going to be disgruntled and then I'm just going to be pissed off and I'm going to be a complainer. Right. And the quality of time with my friends is not going to be. So there's like so many crazy levels that people don't even consider. Mm -hmm. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about it because I needed to move through from a space of relying on other people to, to show me my value and my worth to holding the boundary of this is my value and worth. Because when I am getting paid this money, I am just a way better person to be around. (laughs) And it seems odd to say that, but I hope I explained it well enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. So I'm just giving you the psychological thing behind it. Right. Right. So basically, let's also say, okay, I need $500 a month to pay for my overhead. So I need to pay at least I need people to pay me. Let's say it's 50 bucks per assignment for overhead if I, you know, if you did 10 a month. So double that. Okay. Okay. 50 yeah. bucks. So double that. Right. Just in case you don't get 10. Right. You right. Got, you got you to add to have in. A pad. Yeah. Right. right yeah. I have a pad. So now you're at a hundred bucks for your time. And then you take into consideration how much time do you have to put into a job? Do not pay yourself less than minimum wage. But I would say don't pay yourself less than $50 an hour. I say that, but then you also have to take in consideration industry standards. And I was going to ask yeah. that is like, how much do you have to be conscious of what other people charge and how much of your time should be spent researching? Who should I be looking at? Should I be looking at the top person? No, you okay. should be looking at where your level is at that moment. In okay. Time. All right. Okay. Don't be looking at people that are younger and only have a year experience if you have 10 years experience. And don't be looking at the people that have 20 years experience when you only have five years experience. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
also, so it's a good example is when I moved to Baton Rouge in 2007, I did market research and I realized when I looked at the people that were, that were my peers in the industry, mm-hmm. I looked at their pricing mostly so I wouldn't bottom feed them. I didn't mm. want to undercut them. Okay, explain that because... If I came in and charged less mm-hmm. than people that were my direct competitors, I'm lowering the industry standard for that quality of oh, work. Oh, okay. See, I think most people would think that that's the way to do it. To because, get, no. Yeah, to no, get gaining ahead. relationships and creating referrals, which is something we're going to talk about in the next one. Okay, that's is, why this is a two-factor. Yes, which is, is, is really where that's leading. Okay, You gotcha. know, like creating relationships with your, your clients is how you're going to get more clients undercutting somebody so that you can get their clients or get clients is just lowering the industry standard and is not beneficial to any of us, Mm. including yourself. So, and I, and I actually had a photographer, we went to a networking event and, you know, we were different styles, but we were, uh, we had the same, same kind of economic client base. Okay. The same people, they were all kind of making the same amount of money and paying the same amount for the photography services. Okay. And he straight up asked me how much I was charging. And he said, thank you that you're charging that much and you're not bottom feeding us. Like he got it. And it was very affirming to me. It really solidified that my instinct to not bottom feed because, Mm. and I try to teach my interns that when they were first coming out of college, it's like, you have to charge something. You can't do stuff for free. Yes. But also you have to decide what kind of pricing structure are you going to have because they're all doing something way different than what I'm doing as Mm. far as a pricing structure. Yeah. Jess and I were just talking about this. I was like, I don't understand how they're they're still in business. Yeah. And she's like, well, Jen, they don't have the overhead that you have. I have Jess that comes into the office. Right, right. I had for, you know, 13 years an office space. Right. And I'm in transition. I Not that I won't have a hop of space again. I've decided to move on and expand my creative endeavors and go into this podcast and, right. th- and going into a speaking platform. And I ain't cheap, so. No, no. and I love it. Thanks. I love it. So there's, there's a lot of things, and I, I can't say what the exact time is, but what I can do, mm-hmm. I can work with people one-on-one, mm. and we can go through all of these questions that we kind of touched on and asked. We can like take your numbers, put them on paper. I can ask the right questions, and we can get a pretty solid starting point. And we'll take into consideration, what's that number that's going to roll off your tongue easy? Right. Because stuttering, let's talk about that one in the next. Like, okay. When we, when we actually, the, the number comes out. You know, that's so funny <laughs> because I remember very clearly the first time I heard you say your number to somebody and I was like, she just said it. It's <laughs> just so like, my amount is this. And there was no stutter. There was no like stammer and... I guess, again, the person who's never understood money and has always been like a, so, um, my, yeah, it's, and then always backs it up with a, and it's because, you know, that, that defensive posture of like, here's what I charge. And it was really cool watching you do that, by the way. Thank you. Never told you that. Yeah, no, you hadn't. Yeah. You know, if, if we were going to sum up this, this podcast, cause we're about time, right? Yeah. We're getting there. (laughs) Cause I, we're long long past time, honestly. (laughs) 
the big component that I'd love people to take away from this episode is that to think of money as energy, don't even, you don't even have to think about it as love. It's energy. Mm. And it's something that people give you because they have nothing else to give you and because they need and want what you have to offer. That's good. All right. Well, one more conversation about money in the next episode. The last one of our eight uh, episode season. Of season one. We're coming back. Oh, two. Yeah. You know, so just be careful. (laughs) All right, Miss Jen, two ends. Until next time. Man, I love my life. She's I love my life. <laughs> she I'm really serious. does. I'm serious about also mate. Well, no, I'm not going to say it. No, don't say it out loud. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll hold that for later. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you doing stuff and things. Yeah, right. Call cool. us if you need us. <laughs> Keep that inspiration flowing and listen to the beautiful affirmation mix that Cindy Wonderful put together just for this episode. We also invite you to listen to our extended version of the Affirmation Mix on our YouTube channel at Thrive Talk. T-H-R-I-V Talk. Music you hear was created by Cindy Wonderful. To access free resources, log on to Jen Oaken's website at jennocken.com. If you found value from this episode, tell a friend. And if you have a moment, leave us a review. Tell us what you think.